listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We are back again this week to add value to you. Let me start by saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. And please, uh, when you have some time, take a moment, give us a rating as we look to continue to grow our influence in the area of our podcast. I want to personally ask you to uh, follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. That's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'd love for you to also turn on your notifications so that you can uh, stay connected with what's going on with One Voice Leadership. We are so excited about uh, finishing this year strong and, and getting out to a great start next year. have a lot of activities planned for you for 2021, so we want you to stay in the know, and you can do that by going to our social media pages. Also, I just want to encourage you as we embark upon this holiday season, we're not far from Thanksgiving, just a couple of weeks away. Let's be intentional as it relates to our families. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to launch a challenge for you in December, so stay tuned and keep listening. Let's hop into today's topic. When a deal is not a deal. When a deal is not a deal. Uh, One of the things that comes with the holiday season is going to be the stress of all of the shopping and and sales and Black Friday and and Super Saturday and, and Cyber Monday. You name it, we've got all of these different days that small business days that that are geared toward you allocating your resources and taking advantage of the deal. Even as business owners, leaders, entrepreneurs, there are sometimes offerings that come up in your path that are simply the deal of a lifetime, and they are simply too good to pass up. Well, today I want to focus on when a deal is not a deal. So so let's try and get a working definition for this term deal. When we talk about deal in our own mind, what we mean is an opportunity uh, to acquire something uh, at a a very, very good price. So a deal is an opportunity that that the circumstances surrounding it are so appealing, so compelling that it's just hard to say no to. Uh, It's marketing in retail establishments and grocery stores. People are very strategic. Think about this. You can go in a grocery store or or, uh, one of the super brands that are retailers and you can buy something in the grocery section of the store. For instance, you might get a, a two liter of of Dr. Pepper or your favorite soft drink, if you will, for 99 cents. You might be able to get a case for 2.99. 
But right there at the checkout stand, right where you're waiting in line to get to the next, you can get a whole 20 ounces for $2.29. And it's because of where we are that we think it's not that big of a deal because we're already spending so much money. So I want to really look at uh, asset allocation during this time of year. As we are rounding out the corner and, and getting into a season of, 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 of spending, uh, year end is coming up. Sometimes we have unused budgets and we feel the need to just below the budget so that we can have the budget for next year. Listen, not every time that you come in contact with a deal is it a deal? I, I think about some of the more marketing strategies that you may see. Uh, one is 99 cents. Two is $2, but three is, it would say, let's say it's two seventy-five. It's really not a big savings, but it just seems like because I can drive my cost down an average of, of 10 cents per item that now it's a great deal. So we have to learn about the deal and learn about what we're going to do uh, with our resources in order to find favor in this season. So our, our objective on today is that we want to make sure that you look at your business and clearly identify the right deals and obviously take advantage of those. But we also want you to look and, and take uh, apply disciplines that will cause you to not be moved uh, because of emotion, but rather making sound business decisions. And, and if we do this the right way, you know we can take this and translate it and apply it to our everyday living. There will be some of us, matter of fact, some of us may still be paying for last Christmas. And because we've had such a quote-unquote tough year from your perspective, perhaps in 2020, we want to make this a special holiday season because we're limited in how we can get together, we want to buy extravagant gifts. So we're looking for these deals and retailers are putting us in a position to make it so easy to go into debt, to upgrade your entertainment system, upgrade your television, buy some new furniture, you name it. There is a way out there for you to spend your money. But what I want to deal with today, when a deal is not a deal, the first thing you have to deal with is your asset allocation. This is something you should do not in the season, but preseason. So you should be allocating your assets for 2021 now. You should be determining what you're going to do with what comes in uh in the next year, you should already predetermine that by a structured approach. So on the business side, we have to be healthy enough to expand, healthy enough to build our staffs, to grow our teams. And so, uh, and then by healthy, I mean financially healthy enough. So uh, we may have the deal of a lifetime to hire the game-changing employee, but the challenge is if we don't have the, our assets properly allocated, it's not a good deal for us because we can't afford it. So by bringing this person on, although they could be great for the team, will we have enough time 
be able to support them long enough for them to pay dividends. If the calculation is not there for them to be able to earn and cover their keep uh, in a time that I can actually afford to carry them, then what looked like a good deal becomes a very bad deal because now we're going to suffer the burden of having to carry an amortized expense that's not paying dividends for a period of time. Now, if we have properly allocated our assets for growth, we'll be able to sustain them until such time as they pay for themselves. It's been proven in most industries, in order to get your money's worth out of what it costs to onboard a new employee, it's going to take anywhere from 6 to 18 months in a professional setting from what you invest on the front end to pay big dividends on the back end. So you want to make sure that you are properly allocating your assets so that when the opportunity shows up at your door, you're prepared for it. And that's when a deal is a deal. When I'm prepared to take advantage of the deal, when I've worked to put reserves in place so that should something come up like this, I can make that investment, reallocate those resources, knowing that I'm making an investment that will pay off. But most times when we have a deal of a lifetime, it can't be passed up. Someone comes up, they've got a truckload of furnishings, a truckload of something that works and would be wonderful for your world. But the challenge is that when they come, you don't really have the money. You really can't afford it. You don't have the the storage for it. So what you've done is you've put yourself in a position now that you have taken advantage of this deal that now becomes a crisis. When we don't have proper asset allocation, the deal can be a no deal because now the deal has put pressure on us that we didn't have before. So you want to be careful to make sure that you properly allocate your assets so that when the deal shows up, it is a deal for you. But 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 moving on to my, my second point here, you have to deal with asset allocation, but there, there has to be a spending and a savings model. If you have no savings model, you will never get to take advantage of the deal. So the deal may be a good deal for someone who is properly positioned, but because you're not in a habit of saving, you can't take advantage of the deal. That's how you get ahead. So when we talk about asset allocation, it's how we're going to spend what we have. And part of that process of allocating should be how we spend conservatively and how we save aggressively. What happens when you put yourself in a savings position, now you free yourself up to take full advantage of the deal. There is a well-known national retailer that has a couple of sales a year. I know people that literally put money aside for these sales so that they can go at these sales and spend all they want to. And typically they get things for 50 to 75% off, making their dollar go a lot further. That is a great deal if you have the assets. But if you don't have the assets and you go into that same sale and you use credit to make those same purchases because you haven't saved for it, now what be, what was a deal is now having compounding interest being charged at 18% and taking three or four years to pay off. Most times you end up paying for last year's deal for the next three years. So that's when a deal is not a deal. You have got to have disciplines in place that help you with your savings. So let me help you uh, from a business perspective uh, first, then a personal perspective. And, and a business perspective, 
You want to be able to meet your budget from reserves. You never want to use every dollar or wait on the next invoice to pay your bills. Starting out, I know it's difficult. When a business is undercapitalized from the beginning, you're always playing catch up. But if you can make a decision that when you have proceeds that come into your business, just simply do an allocation. Uh, how you save is you make savings a part of your allocation. So we have cost of goods. We've got to pay that. We know that. And, and every time you have your company do business, your company has to earn money. Now, when the company earns money, you should allocate some for taxes, some for savings, some for overhead, and then what's left is profit. When you do that, you will find yourself not having tax problems at a later time. You'll find yourself building some equity and some value because you're setting, setting aside savings and you'll find yourself growing in profit. Now, your, your net profit margins will look small because you've allocated every dollar, and that's fine, but your health of your organization is going to be very strong. Why? Because you've taken time to properly account for every dollar you make. So we've got to have taxes. We've got to have overhead. And I believe we've got to have a, that the business itself gets paid and we've got to have some savings. So when we put those expenses in there, your $100 gross profit may end up at $10 net profit, but your value and your cash on hand will continue to grow, thereby giving you the liberty to take full advantage of a deal when a deal is a good deal. But a deal is not a good deal if you have to overextend yourself. A deal is not a good deal if, if you have to change your processes and, and you're banking on what you might sell later on. You don't want to bank and, and create expense on what you might close. You want to bank and build expense on what you've closed, what you know is in the door. When you do that in your business, you will have a healthy balance sheet. You will look better better on paper and you'll sleep better at night. So how does this translate to our personal lives? Well, I believe that everything you do uh, in order to take advantage of the deal requires you to be uh, a good manager of what you possess. And that means every dollar allocated in your budget. And so I want you to think about not just savings, but I want you to think about placement, money placement. So, so when we think about just a savings account, that, that's one thing. I, I know at one time I had a savings account and what I would do with the savings account is I would have money automatically go to it. And then at the end of every pay cycle, meaning right before the other paycheck come in, I'd run out of money. So I transfer it back from my savings because I knew I had it. So what, what it meant was the title on the account was savings, but it was really just end of pay period money because we used it all the time. What I want you to do is allocate, assign every single dollar and identify what type of savings it is. Um, I'll do some more uh, uh, podcasts on this at a later time, but just in brief here that we can capture this. You ought to have an emergency fund that takes care of emergencies that are identified as emergencies prior to the money going into that account. You should have a savings that allows you to uh, retire. That's retirement savings. You should have uh, event or 
or purchase savings. So if you want to buy a car, you want to buy some furniture, you want to buy some clothing, you can allocate those monies. So what happens is when you're always allocating money to that area, now when you get a deal, if you had $200 to spend and you find something that's that's three for one, you can get $600 of value for that $200. And because you've saved it, for that purpose, it doesn't change your day-to-day flow. It doesn't change anything about your uh, regular budget. It doesn't put you in a bind. That's when a deal is a deal. When a deal is not a deal is when you have to dip into your regular money or your emergency savings to take advantage of this great deal. Well, it's not a great deal if it puts you at risk of meeting your financial objectives. I want you to understand a deal must be a deal. And if I can't fund it, then it's not a deal. Now, let me just say, and my last thing here is that a good deal is only good if it's good for you. Uh, so, So good is only good if it's good for you. Let me say it one more time. Good is only good if it's good for you. So if someone comes to me and they say, man, I have a deal. I can sell you, uh, you know, a rick of wood for $10 and you can get 10 of them. I can give you 10 ricks of wood for $100. Now, financially on paper, that is a phenomenal deal. But for me, I don't have a wood-burning fireplace. I don't have a place to store it. I don't have a use for it. I, it take me 15 years probably to use all that wood. So although it's a good deal for somebody, it's not a good deal for me. So you need to be really clear in how you're going to assess the value of a good deal. Good is only good if it's good for you. That works in your business. That works in your personal life. It works in every area of your life. Good is only good if it's good for you. So when we're talking about making deals here. So when you have the opportunity as the year comes to a close, you, you're going to be faced with some opportunities to spend some resources, to allocate some resources. I want you to take some time to think about, uh, is this a good deal for me? Is this a good deal for my business? Is this a good deal for my family? Because I want you to experience the best every day in every area of your life. And you can't do that when you make a bad deal, a good deal for yourself. If it's not a good deal, you've got to wait. So we've got to pass up on some things. I mean, there are times right now that uh, for instance, you may uh, see a special that says you can get a brand new car today and the bank tells you you're approved for it and it says no payments for six months. And you may have not enough to make a payment today, but you're banking on the fact that in six months, I will have the ability to make this payment. So here you are six months in, in a depreciable asset that you've purchased with making no payments. So you're going to be upside down more than you normally would be in a depreciable asset. And then the payment's going to kick in. But the job you were hoping for, the deal you were planning to close, it didn't go the way you planned it. So now you've got a car that you're used to that you can't afford. And now the good deal that was such a good deal when you got it is now a horrible deal. It's a bad deal for you. All I'm trying to tell you is good is only good if it's good for you. When a deal is a deal, it's a deal. But today we wanted you to understand a deal is not always a deal. So listen, I am your coach, Rodney Payne. You're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I want to thank you for being here with us each and every week. You, We are just so honored to have you with us, and we uh, just take it as, as a serious privilege to be able to add value to you uh, each and every week. So um, as we prepare for 
the holiday season, year end, fourth quarter, moving into the first quarter of 2021, take a few moments. Just consider uh, when a deal is not a deal. And we'll start passing deals. We're going to start passing up on these deals that even though they're good for somebody, they're just not good for us. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I am your host, Rodney Payne, the coach. This is Speaking With One Voice, the podcast. I just have to say thank you so much for continuing to subscribe and rate. Make sure you're following us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. If you are interested in how we can help you, I've got a special going right now. I will do a free leadership training for your business. If you book it between now and the end of the year, all you have to do is email me personally at rpain at onevoiceinc.org, O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C.org. If you will email me there, I'll do a free 45-minute virtual leadership training for your organization. You want to do some team building, I've got some great resources for you, and we'd love to help you. As always, if you are ready to take your personal life, your personal business, your entrepreneurship, your leadership lid to the next level, I am your coach. You give me a call. You reach out to me. Again, you can reach me via email, rpain at onevoiceinc.org or via my social media handles, Rodney R. Payne. That's on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you. But until next week, we'll talk soon. You make it a great week, and let's keep growing together. to speaking with one voice please remember to follow rodney Payne on instagram facebook and twitter at rodney r Payne. we'd love to hear from you and get your feedback so please feel free to leave us comments and if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast we'd appreciate that as well don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released as always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.